No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast episode 205. Oh, God. I am your host, the warden Matt Ritter. And as you can see, my co host, uh, Vince, is not here with us today. Uh, Daddy Delgado had some things going on. Uh, we hope he's things get better for him uh, and he's feeling better. But uh, stepping in, now basically surrogate member of the smacking raw podcast and uh one of the few people that if i ever need a co-host is always there for me along with justin and reek except reek is working tonight from the smack raw podcast host of the sheelite showcase katie katie baby what's up i almost asked you to see if you wanted to have savannah on too so like we could compare and contrast between tonight and sunday <laughs> but uh you know because this sunday you'll be over at young kings wrestling maybe sporting a black lives matter t-shirt that week or uh, on sunday i will young kings wrestling has created those black lives matter t-shirts that you guys can get at my pin tweet at matt ritter there's m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on twitter uh from what a maneuver and that money goes into a fund and then that money in the fund is distributed to people who have suffered. Yeah. Smack that Mike. Um, <laughs> it is distributed to people who have suffered um, injustice loss at the hands of the things that the black lives matter movement supports. Um, and we support them and we support that movement here. So uh, if you guys have the money and you haven't done so, it's an NWO style t-shirt. It's an awesome shirt. And I ask that you guys go donate because the money goes to a good cause. And we know the people that are handling it. So we know it's being handled properly. Katie. Matt. Fresh off episode four of the Sheely Showcase. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Good. Um, yeah. Are you okay? Last, last night's episode. Um, listen, it was my birthday drinking a lot um i haven't watched it back and i'm not going to i know it wasn't bad i know it's never going to be as bad as when you did the oh god hell in a cell recap with us yeah i'm never getting that bad again ever no no it really it really wasn't bad at all um i was really hoping for shit face showcase and i didn't get it so uh, you got close. I mean, as the night progressed, I got more shit faced, but it's fine. And I mean, Savannah talks a lot, so like, she just took over for you, babbled about Kenny Omega and st- her pretend Japan fucking wrestling that she thinks happens, and Japan WrestleMania, yeah, Japanomania. 
though. <laughs> uh, let's get into some news and rumors. First and foremost, as I scroll up, uh, looks like NXT is going to be on sci-fi for two weeks. So if you guys did not hear that or did not know that, I believe starting next Tuesday, it's either for two weeks or in two weeks, one of the two. Um, I think it's for two weeks. Keep your eyes peeled. If you don't see it on USA, it's probably over on sci-fi. So if you're looking for your NXT fix, that's where you got to go. If it's not there on USA for you. Um, And then the next big set of news is apparently it is being reported that both CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have signed contracts with AEW. Now it doesn't necessarily say what role those contracts are fulfilling. If it's an in-ring wrestler role, I'm assuming with Daniel Bryan, it is CM Punk. Maybe, maybe not. Um, sounds like it on both accounts. Sounds like they have a fair amount of creative control when it comes to their characters. So uh, that is interesting. Now there's a lot of talk amongst the IWC in the wrestling world, including reek about whether or not Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are needle movers. Um, I know they move the needle for me uh, in more ways than one. Yeah. But um, how do you do you think that Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are going to be a significant shift uh, in the viewership for AEW? I mean, they're notable names that I mean, Punk has been speculated to be coming back to some kind of wrestling for like five years. And Daniel Bryan, which people who are getting real upset with him that he's he left wwe to go get his blood money from a blood money company get the fuck out of here on that note (laughs) so i read a lot of shit i always read Mm -hmm. a lot of shit um all you people who were like how dare you turn your back on wwe they gave you everything this that bubble did y'all forget like he wasn't supposed to be shit and it was the fans that made him shit and mm-hmm. that you can still be his fan if he's over on AEW and you can make him something there too. WWE didn't have plans to do shit with Daniel Bryan. He was a five foot eight scruffy nerf herder. No plans whatsoever to do shit with this guy, but y'all loved him. Now I was not on that bandwagon. I was not part of the yes movement. I was not one of you people who pushed for this average Joe to become WWE champion and be the greatest thing ever. I, I was like, I could probably kick his ass. I don't want to see him holding the big belt. I was wrong. I came around. Daniel Bryan is a talented guy, both in ring and on the mic. And he definitely deserved everything he got. But at the time I was not, I was not about it. Um, he was the most average penis in the bunch and uh, it wasn't doing anything for me. Um. But no, you got you guys made Daniel Bryan something. The fans pushed for Daniel Bryan to be something. WWE didn't mm-hmm. do shit. And if it was up to WWE, he would have been mid-card the rest of his career. True. So don't shit on Daniel Bryan for making his dream come true to go wrestle other places that he wants to wrestle before he retires. Because mind you, he also came back from an injury that mm-hmm. he could again suffer and be out of wrestling at any point. So we don't know what is left in his career. So if there are people that he wants to go wrestle that he's not going to be able to do that in WWE and he's accomplished everything he could want in WWE, why not go wrestle uh, Kenny Blomega or, you know, the Uncucks or, you know, over in Japan 
uh, any of those people, Hangman Adam Page, my boy, um, any of the people that he's not getting a chance to wrestle, why not go somewhere else and do it? Yeah. As far as CM Punk goes, uh, I'm 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 going to speak to Reek here real quick. Uh, Reek, I need you to hear me when I say this. You said that Kenny o, or sorry CM Punk would be on par with everyone else promo wise in AEW because they can all do what CM Punk can do. That is not true. CM Punk stood toe to toe and sometimes head above guys like John Cena, guys like um, Paul Heyman, some of the best talkers in WWE, The Rock. This man went toe-to-toe on the mic with some of the greatest talkers in WWE and held his own. I am really starting to enjoy AEW, like actually factually enjoy it, not just like this is something I need to watch. There's still shit I don't like. But I also don't like shit in WWE. Uh, I'm growing to enjoy it more and more every week. And let me tell you, outside of maybe Eddie Kingston, there is nobody in AEW on CM Punk's level when it comes to talking on the mic. Period. I can agree to that. So that being (laughs) said, uh, what he brings with character work, what he brings with intrigue, and what he brings on the microphone, along with what Daniel Bryan brings to dream matches for a lot of those superstars and the things he's going to do um, in the eyes, because I'm, again, he got an entire fan base to change a company's opinion on him and push him to the moon, to the moon. Yeah. Um, yeah so I definitely, I don't think WWE is going to lose fans because of this, but I definitely do think eyes are going to watch both products and they're going to get a shift. Maybe we see 1.5 million, uh, maybe even two. Um, yeah after a while and after seeing what these guys can bring and what they have to offer because i'm sure it's a lot yeah i agree uh last thing i have in news and rumors is i want to talk about the trial of faye jackson are you, are you familiar <laughs> with this i i caught a little bit of it so basically what happened was uh money in the bank uh professional wrestler i, I believe retired but don't quote me on that uh faye jackson independent wrestler faye jackson uh, who is friends with Big E and a few other people, uh, tweeted out that she is so confident that Big E would not win Money in the Bank that if he did, she would post a nude to the timeline. Um, then Big E won, and she did not do as w- the IWC had hoped. She posted a picture of, like, nudes, like the uh, fucking... Makeup brand. Makeup shit. Um, so... They had a trial. Uh, Big Swole was her attorney. I believe um, Xavier Woods was there and D'Lo Brown was there. It was it was this huge thing on Twitter, in Twitter spaces that you could listen to and be a part of. She was found not guilty of all charges uh, because, you know, you sick perverts. And I'm talking <laughs> to Reek and TC because Reek and TC were very upset and knew she wasn't going to come through with it um, and slandered her. So, um, no, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. On one hand, if you say you're going to do something, you should do it. On the other hand, you know, don't say anything you're not willing to actually do. I mean, she never said her nudes. She never said if Biggie wins, I will post mine. She said a nude and she did. So technically speaking, she, she did what she said she was going to do. 
expectations were high and they were dashed. But again, that's 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 on all y'all then. Found not y'all guilty. Is, yeah. Not y'all. I I would never pressure a woman to post a nude online that she is not comfortable posting, even if she said she was going to do it. Because uh, you you just don't do that. You just you tell them, hey, if you, if you're not going to actually do it, then don't say you are. And that's it. Touche, touche. Ugh. You got anything else in news and rumors? I know you guys talked about some shit, and I was going to write it down, then I didn't. Uh, Thunder Rosa signed with AEW. Oh, which, you didn't? Did you not know that? No, I did not know that. Oh, I said that. that. Yeah, yeah, I might have tuned out. I might have been in the chat doing stuff, and probably one ear and out the other. Uh, yeah, she uh yesterday because her birthday. Well, technically two days ago. The 22nd is also her birthday, and that's when they, like, tweeted out that she's officially all elite. Which is, it is and it isn't, because, like, AEW is going to allow her to work with other companies, so it's kind of a Mm -hmm. hit for NWA, because she's one of the few things that they really did have, like, as far as an asset goes, and she's been working in AEW. It makes sense that she's over there. Definitely a big get for AEW, even though she's been there doing shit. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, she was she's been working with them for quite a bit now so it was expected mm-hmm. but the fact that it was on her birthday was kind of cool yeah absolutely um and serena deeb is still signed to AEW. she's not working with the nwa uh, mm-hmm. just to be clear but nwa empower is coming up that's fucking exciting mickey james is doing a bunch of press doing a bunch oh, of shit yeah. for it uh was on impact asking diana perrazzo to be a part of it and shit and diana was like no i'm good um no she is did she change her mind i thought she said she did she wasn't gonna gail do it. kim came out and kind of persuaded her to do it so diana's on board this for is what happens when i just like hear things and i don't watch the show i i watched the clip on twitter look at you was this another after fact like the jay white thing or did this happen on the show this happened on the show oh, okay well good diana Proz is gonna be there so i'm looking forward to that one step closer um, to that triple threat you want one step closer to that triple threat i want uh yeah let's get Britt baker in there and then all the pieces are there we can just make it happen though i do think from what i heard the nwa women's championship is being defended the next night and they're having a tournament to determine who will face camille for the nwa women's championship and the next Mm -hmm. night is the regular nwa pay-per-view if i mickey james did some stuff on busted open and I was listening to it, and I believe that's what I got because I know Mickey's also wrestling on the regular pay-per-view. She will not be wrestling on this show. Okay. Because she doesn't want to split her duties and her attention between her match and producer. Fair. But they are bringing back the NWA women's tag titles, apparently. Yes, they are. So that'd be cool. Women's wrestling. Also, I think Kira Hogan's a free agent now, and she's looking for her home. Uh, yeah, I think her last, uh, yeah, she's done with Impact, so. Anything else you can think of? Um, no. Tell the IWC to stop, stop referring to, like, multiple goats, because they don't understand what the fuck goat means, or saying things are goaded, because it drives me fucking nuts. And I hate it. Would you like, would you like to have a rant about it? No, 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 maybe later. Um. (laughs) Where do you want to start? Raw, NXT, AEW, SmackDown? Uh, let's just start SmackDown. All right. Just going to blow the load right away. Um, <laughs> we kick off SmackDown with John Cena doing John Cena shit on the mic. Uh, 
he plays all of the hits, the you can't see me's, the hustle, loyalty, respect, blah, 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 blah. Runs down Paul or uh, runs down Roman Reigns about why he's a terrible champion. Gets the crowd really, really, really pumped up. He successfully built this match, got the crowd excited for the show, and still played all of the hits, um, which he's going to get called out for later. Uh, he calls out Roman, but instead Paul Heyman comes out. Uh, at what I put in my notes is Paul Heyman saves saves Roman from getting embarrassed on the mic. We will learn that I would be wrong later. Because uh, unlike when I am on Young Kings Wrestling, they gave Roman Reigns no handcuffs when he came out and talked tonight. Uh, So, yeah, no, they they unlocked those fuzzy handcuffs before he walked out and let him say whatever the fuck he wanted. And it was fantastic. Um, Basically, Paul Heyman says that John Cena is not worthy of roman reigns blah 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 blah. romans beat you before blah 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 blah. paul Heyman shit um finn balor defeats Sami Zayn. baron corbin is down the worst not only did he have his identity stolen by the guy who said he was going to create the website to get his money back who then ghosted him uh he had to take the bus um we learned that in new york public transportation a man can smoke a cigarette and jack off at the same time uh, from Jizzy today. So thank mm-hmm. you for that, Jizzy. Uh, I will be trying to erase that from my memory before I go to sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> lost his identity to the website creator, just not doing well. Uh, no credit cards, no money, no nothing. He's, he's literally flat fucking broke. Um, Biggie tries to celebrate his money in the bank win, but Apollo and Aziz, for whatever reason, just can't move the fuck on and leave him alone. So they interrupt and talk about, oh, Money in the Bank's great, but it's not an intercontinental championship like the one I beat you for. Uh, and then Ziggler and Rude, of all people, come out and say, hey, we want, like, you realize you're a tag team and a tag team cannot compete together and become intercontinental. I guess they could because they did it with the Divas. Neither here nor there. You guys cannot <laughs> both be intercontinental champion. It's one or the other. Pick a fucking lane. Um, Shinsuke comes out with Rick Bugs and Cesaro also. They all want Apollo's IC title, praying to God that they get Big E out of this somehow, because I do not need to see Big E, who is the money in the bank holder, mm-hmm. dealing with this bullshit and being involved with Apollo and the IC title anymore. We have moved past that now. We are main yes. event Big E. We're doing big things. We're hoping for big endings on big people for big titles. There you go. I want to see him smack somebody with his BBC. Um then we run over to Rolling Loud, where the fans had no idea what the fuck was going on or what wrestling was, but hey, it was cool. Uh, Wale does the introductions, tries to get the fans hyped. We get Street Profits defeating Gable and Otis. And then as they're celebrating, Bianca comes out for her match where she successfully retains her women's title again against Carmella, who she beat last week to successfully retain her women's title because as great as SmackDown is, they just keep giving us the same matches every fucking week. Yeah. I don't know why. They suck. Uh, then we go backstage, and the best woman on the SmackDown roster, Shotzi Blackheart, and her tag team partner, Tegan Knox, are working on unjamming their dildo launcher from the tank. Um, Kevin Owens stops by to give them some advice, uh, runs into Corbin, 
Corbin apologizes to Kevin Owens for being rude. Kevin takes pity on him, gives him all of the cash in his wallet. Then he is shot in the dick with the dildo launcher and robbed by Ziggler and Rude. And then Kevin Owens runs them off with a chair. Corbin is down so, so bad. But it looks like he might have a new friend in Kevin Owens. So, like... Which... Who would have thought that was going to happen? Yeah, Kevin Owen Corbin tag team. Hmm. I don't know. Um, then we got a promo where Edge comes out and does Edge shit and talks about how, you know, he's he's dark and he was in the ministry and he was in the brood and he did all of these things and blah, blah, blah. And then Seth comes out and just kind of laughs at him and accepts his challenge for their match. So we're getting Edge versus Rollins, which is going to just be fucking dope. Tony Storm defeats Selena Vega in her debut match. So Zelina is now like three and or oh and three since returning to WWE, but they didn't job out Tony Storm like they did somebody else we're going to talk about this week on their on their main roster debut. So good for them. Um Dominic loses to Jimmy because things, and then Roman comes out. This is by far the best part of the night because I have to now believe that at some point Roman Reigns came across the Smackin' It Raw podcast, sat down and listened to it and said, that Matt guy is onto something because that was the most Matt Ritter fucking PG promo you could have possibly cut. That was spot on Matt Ritter comparison to what I do here applied to wrestling he basically declines the challenge and says that john cena is just doing the same shit he wanted something new he wanted he was hoping you know hollywood put a fresh coat of paint on him he was going to come out and instead it's the same music it's the same character it's the same lines it's the same words the same shit it's like having missionary every night and he isn't about having missionary every night sir the amount of joy I got hearing Roman Reigns cut this promo, I was like, oh, shit. Where did this come from? I like this Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, after he declines John Cena's challenge, Finn Balor's music hits. He comes down, says, if you're not going to fight Cena, how about you fight me? And Roman accepts. Now, I don't know if it's Finn versus Roman at SummerSlam or if we're going to get that before SummerSlam because they didn't really clarify if that match was made for SummerSlam. I think it's going to happen before SummerSlam. Probably, because I think the plan is still Cena. Yeah. What if John Cena costs Roman Reigns the universal title to Finn Balor? Finn Balor gets another universal championship win and we get Cena versus Roman no title involved at SummerSlam. And this is how Seaman is like, oh yeah, missionary every night. Well, I'm going to fuck you in the ass tonight. Straight up anal, no lube. <laughs> um, that I would be okay with Roman Versina, no title. I think I'd be okay with that. I don't think would anyone de- would really see it coming i don't think anyone's expecting him to lose especially to finn exactly now that i've said it yeah now that you said it (sighs) 
I I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, Finn's beat Roman before. So. Um, what are we swallowing from SmackDown outside of Roman's amazing promo and now this proposed idea that Finn Balor becomes universal champion? Uh, Tony Storm. Storm one, not Storm zero, Storm one, new finisher, new name. Yeah. Okay. I, I like noticed that because like I missed that match, but like I saw the like Twitter feed of it. Uh, and I noticed that I almost like didn't pay attention to it, but now that you say it, it was that new finisher she did like once or twice down at NXT. Yeah. So obviously Tony Storm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna swallow the Baron Corbin stuff with like everyone involved. So Kevin giving him money, the shot of the dick, getting robbed. That's that's funny. I like that. Because on this show, I can slander Baron Corbin. Because I don't know how the fuck TC likes him or thinks he's still king. He's not. But he is, I guess, technically. Whatever. But no, he, this is this is straight up karma. This is what he gets. Uh, yes and no. Um, I am now, after tonight, they have found a way to make Baron Corbin entertaining. Yeah. That's so it's now, weird. <laughs> I'm kind of coming back. Like, I really like Baron Corbin in NXT. Yes. I even like some of the constable stuff that Baron Corbin did. Um, it wasn't until the dog food shit happened that I was like, All right, you lost me. I'm out. And I've been out ever since. King Corbin didn't do it for me. Yep. Blah 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 blah. Um, but I was a Corbin fan at one point, and now I'm like, okay, here's a way to bring me back around to being a Corbin fan. Now I'm almost certain, and I'd be very shocked that they didn't have uh, Corbin get use Kevin Owens to get back to where he was, and then become a dickhead again and turn on Kevin Owens at some point in the future, maybe for a WrestleMania match or uh royal rumble something like that so um i'm i have a feeling that's probably where this is going to end up um that's very long-term planning but you gotta you gotta rebuild baron corbin get him some value and get him back up there before he can really turn on kevin owens and stab him in the back so i'm all for this journey so i am also also i got shotzi and tegan on my tv even though they didn't have a match so i'm swallowing that because i swallow shotzi 24 7 um like the title As 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 you should um, <clears throat> I'm also going to swallow John Cena at the beginning of the show. Uh, like I said, he it was Cena shit, but it felt good to get Cena shit again. Yes. It's been so long since we've had someone that can command a crowd like that or had a crowd to command that mm-hmm. it just it felt good. It felt right. Yeah. And Paul Heyman singing Cena's theme. So and uh, I'm going to swallow the Rolling Loud stuff because whether or not the fans there knew what was going on or as Jizzy said, Tony Storm is as thick as the weed smoke at Rolling Loud. Um, regardless of what was going on there, that visual was really, really cool. Yeah. And Bianca walking down the stage after winning with all of those people around, that whole thing was really cool. So I know some people didn't like the way that it kind of played out and they felt like stuff was being piped in and blah, 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 here, there. Aesthetically, mm-hmm. it was cool and the matches were good. So I'm going to swallow yeah. the rolling loud thing. Well, I, 
another piece of news that I just remembered that you're saying that Bianca got Bianca and somebody else I don't remember who they announced that the first pay-per-view of 2022 will be New Year's Day oh in Atlanta I think okay New Year's Day bro everyone's gonna be hungover ain't nobody gonna want to do that (laughs) I mean I don't drink and it would be the night of New Year's Day so like you have all day to recover and get back up and if you have New Year's Day off you might just wake up take a couple pills and slam a couple drinks and get back into it and party on through so i mean and that's a saturday pay-per-view okay so so i mean i'm not mad i'm intrigued are we spitting anything from smackdown uh i'm just gonna spit dom versus jimmy it just i don't know things weren't clicking for some reason in that match it's, it's just like eh. one, they had to do it like yeah it's like oh well we've got this tag team feud and what do we do uh we'll put them in a singles match because that's what wwe does it's next week we'll probably get ravers jay <laughs> well i know when i go to the live event tomorrow it's dom ray and cena versus roman and the usos apparently Ooh, that might be fun I'm very very excited <laughs> Uh, overall, Spitner swallowing SmackDown. Swallow. Oh, absolutely. This was this was not missionary every night. This was uh, this was vacation sex. I enjoyed the shit out of SmackDown. If you don't get that reference, go to my Twitter, vote in my poll, tell me what you thought about SmackDown. Vacation sex is thumbs up. Just so you know, uh, I know missionary sex might be the fun one to pick because of what Roman said, but if you like the show, that's not the correct answer. Uh, true. I feel true, like true, there true. are a lot of virgins on Twitter who don't know the difference, so they just. <laughs> They pick something. Um, what's next? Raw, AEW, or NXT? Um, we can work backwards in the week, I guess, for once. Let's just do AEW. Kick off the show with the first labor of Jericho. Spears uses a chair. Uh, Jericho cannot. Jericho gets the win. And MJF informs Chris Jericho that next week he will be fighting uh trailer park jesus nick gage um runs down all of the things that he learned from watching nick gage's documentary because fairly certain mjf had no idea who the fuck this guy was until the dark side of the ring came out um i'll get into it later uh gallows defeats the elite hunter kazarian uh the good brothers beat down kazarian kenny comes out says the elite hunter is the elite hunted because he's terrible at promos uh hangman comes down and makes the save don points out that hangman is outnumbered and of course hangman doesn't give a shit but the dark order who i still lament are part of hangman's life make the save and have his back so i can't be too mad at them they're not going to win me over uh we got a team taz celebration next week for our new ftw champion ricky starks and brian cage says i like parties so i guess oh i wonder up. what's gonna happen like yeah, this team test shit is terrible oh needs to end. um wheeler yuda loses to darby allen uh fine match whatever most important thing about this match was during the match sting and orange cassidy do the orange cassidy gimmick where orange cassidy kicks sting and then sting kicks orange cassidy and then Orange Cassidy does his super kick. 
And then Sting no-sells it and beats his chest very lackadaisically. Most entertaining part of the entire match. Um, And then for some reason, much to Reek's disappointment, the Blade shows up and attacks Orange Cassidy because they've got a match later in the night and he's trying Mm -hmm. to get an advantage. Uh, Britt Baker defeats Nyla Rose to retain the AEW Women's Championship. Andrade calls out the Death Triangle and introduces us to his new advocate, manager, associate, uh, Chavo Guerrero. Because you got to roll the R's. Um, Andrade says he wants Penta and Phoenix to come work for him. Don't work for Pac, work for me. And they're like, bro, we don't work for Pac. We're kind of like a family. Like we're, we're partnered. Like we work together, not for someone. He goes, listen, everyone's going to work for me. So just, just come work for me. And uh, yeah, they weren't having that shit and said that Andrade is not only not the face of AEW, he's not, or the face of Latinos. He's not on their level. So uh, Andrade versus Pentagon and Phoenix will be fantastic. And I'm looking forward to that. So good. Uh, we got Christian Cage challenging uh, that the worst ta- uh, faction in AEW, the HFO, to an eight-man tag team match. I believe it's an eight-man tag team match because I think he said he wanted both the uh, uh, that tag team that I hate that are two fucking dorky-ass white boys in neon. TH2. Um, yeah, no, those, those losers. Uh, I almost said something inappropriate. Um, those two guys, uh, and um, the wannabe rat, the wannabe John Cena and his tag team partner, the acclaimed, yeah, the acclaimed. So, if it's those four, see, this is how irrelevant that this faction is. Is I've now forgotten the name of two of the tag teams that are part of this faction, true, 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 true. I believe private parties, like, is, is it all tag, like, it's all tag teams in Matt Hardy, it's like private party, and then the butcher and the blade, and then uh, th2. And yeah, no, he just hired a bunch of tag teams. Well, I guess he is tag team wrestler, so it kind of makes sense. It does make sense. Anyway, I'm assuming uh, it's going to be uh, Jurassic Express, who I always want to call Lucha Express because of fucking Luchasaurus, and I'm really glad I that. <laughs> uh, and Christian Cage with Marco Stunt as the addition. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to get a Christian Cage match featuring Marco Stunt. Um. Blade loses to Orange Cassidy. Um, I, I was watching Bunny the whole time, but somehow he got Nux at some point, and then he didn't have the Nux, and then Orange Cassidy went and got the Nux, and then he gave a Superman punch with the Nux after the match was over, after he'd already won. So that was the thing. But Bunny was out there, and Bunny was doing Bunny things. And, yeah. Um, then we find out from Chris Jericho that if Nick Gage's the most sick and sadistic and twisted meth head wrestler of all time. Uh, he is going to get the most sick and sadistic and meth addicted version of Chris Jericho, the pain maker, Chris Jericho from that fictional Japan company. You guys keep talking about, <laughs> um, if you guys don't understand this. I have been pretending that new Japan is not a thing to give Savannah shit in the chat during the Chile showcase. I know it's a thing. Very, I know it's very real. Very entertaining, though. Uh, yeah, it gets her all worked up. It's fantastic. So, <laughs> um, you know, Painmaker Jericho versus uh, Nick Gage next week. Uh, no rules match because 
why else would you bring Nick Gage in? Exactly. So expect Jericho to get uh, fucked with a light tube at some point. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know what the pain maker does because I didn't watch New Japan. I just know that he wears funny face paint, Looks like a sad clown. Exactly like a clown. Um, and then in our main event, fucking blew my mind. It is a Texas Death Match for the IWGP US title. Now I know it's iwgp but it's actually a new japan championship even though njpw is not in the title of the championship so in case you guys did not realize new japan is also iwgp even though it's not in the name um anyway lance archer defeats mox to win back the iwgp u.s title in a texas death match these guys beat the shit out of each other mox went through two tables covered in barbed wire and that was the end of the match. I don't really understand the rules of this match. I believe you have to pin your opponent. And then after you pin your opponent, you have to knock them out for a 10 count. I don't think you have to pin them. I think it's you either submit them or they're down for a 10 count. Well, it was supposed to be New Japan rules and Mox was outside of the ring. So they did a 10 count like a last man standing match. But if it was a ring out, it would have been a 20 count because New Japan and I thought Kyle said something in the chat about having to pin them first before they can start doing the count. I don't know. Uh, I just I know it was no a lot idea. of mayhem. There's forks involved. Yeah, I know. People were stabbing each other in the fucking face with forks and shit. Like, um, no, it was it was a wild, bloody, fucked up match. And uh, I feel like Mox has been uh, buying some crystal meth from an independent wrestler who may or may not be on NXT next or uh aw next week and he is trying to bring that uh methed out trailer park wrestling to aw and i don't know how i feel about it i might be all for it i might not this match was fun um exploding light tubes and shit not sure i want to see that on television not sure how that's gonna fly on tnt yeah true probably not well if you slit somebody's jugular and just say oh I looked at it. The blood wasn't spurting out. He was okay. We're going to keep wrestling. Uh, might not go well. You still there? Yeah. Okay. See, so you froze on my end. I probably did. But <laughs> since there's only two of us, we don't know whose problem it is. You can just blame me. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, what are we swallowing from AEW this week? Uh, Mox versus Archer. 100%. It also is just like the storytelling in itself. Archer lost the title in a Texas death match, whatever the fuck it's actually called. Won it back in that same type of match from Mox. And the perfect amount of brutality and violence, I think. Because I don't like death matches. They kind of freak me out. And I get very nervous because I'm like, somebody's legitimately going to actually die. Like Nick Gage almost fucking, he was dead at one point. Also lit himself on fire. Definitely working with a full deck. Smart guy. He's, he's something. Uh, Thank you, Dark Side of the Ring, for bringing, bringing him back. Great teeth. Anyway, keep going. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so I liked that. I, and after the fact, it was on Twitter mocks like it was like the sign of respect kind of thing he 
handed Archer the title and like lifted his arm kind of thing. It's like the first thing Lance Archer's ever fucking won in AEW. So like good. For and him. he won in his hometown. Yeah. Like it's not an AEW thing. Like they're like, yeah, you can win a new Japan title. Sure. Why not, Lance? That fuck it. New, sure. New Japan's cool with it. Like, yeah, we'll give you that. But he won something on AEW TV. So good for Lance Archer because he's been struggling. He's been so shit out of luck and been so close to a title he's like living corbin's gimmick in real life over there Jesus. yeah basically this poor man but now he's got a title i'm with you um i like i said i actually i don't mind the way that uh aw does the the violence the hardcore the deathmatch thing um it's not too too terrible it's not too too uh ultra violent over the top blah 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 blah. um if people can't tell i'm not a huge fan of nick gage and if you are and you're listening to this i apologize if uh you are mdk for life and anything i've here i've said here has upset you um too bad uh it's my opinion and i have it and you have yours and i'm not going to tell you you're wrong for liking them um everyone's entitled to their own opinion guy just doesn't do it for me N- me oh. either like i didn't even know this guy really existed until i watched dark side of the ring and it's so confusing because you've got fucking nick gage christian cage brian cage hangman uh, adam page hangman adam page ethan page diamond dallas page cage <laughs> rage like put them all in a cage match like it nicholas cage so like if nick cage shows up you could have nick cage referee a match between nick gage and either hangman adam page christian cage or brian cage or i have a fatal four-way with nick or cage that. as the ref <laughs> that's the only way to do it yeah. can you imagine nicholas cage showing up on aw uh that would not only be fantastic but as a referee uh, you guys, all these fans talk shit about the AEW refs and how, like, they're too animated and they take away from the matches. Like, people don't like Ref Aubrey. Could you imagine Nicolas Cage as a referee? <laughs> you want to talk it like, you think Aubrey's bad? Imagine Nicolas Cage as a ref. This man's going to be doing monologues just the entire time. <laughs> Terrible. So um, bad it'd be good, though. Exactly. That's the point. Uh, what else are we swallowing? <laughs> Um, I yeah, I'll swallow it. Brit versus Nyla. You sound undecided on that. Yeah, I mean the match was okay. Like uh, they definitely could have had a better match. I think. I don't know. Some some things seemed off to me. I don't know, but it was Brit's first defense of the title, and she won. So. I think Britt works better with people her size or under. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know that working with Nyla, who's bigger than her, works into her in-ring game plan. Like, she has gotten better or at least shown how good she was in-ring since the start of AEW and gotten a 100 times better in character and on the mic. Yes. Um, she had a little stumble start there when AEW first started uh, for a little bit um improved a lot or if she was that good is now showing us she's that good but i'm not 100 sure that she is uh adaptive 
two different like i feel like brit can work a brit match and i don't know yeah. that nyla can work a brit match so that might have been what the issue sure. was um i'm gonna swallow the andrade stuff because i am really looking forward to andrade versus Pac or penta or fenix or all of them uh and mm-hmm. i'm curious to see what uh chavo brings to andrade because andrade was doing a lot of talking and he's been talking perfectly fine understandable english so like uh yeah i'm very interested in that are we swallowing anything else we got the first labor at jericho the elite hunter getting hunted i mean i'll i'll swallow the hangman stuff because hangman and i'll swallow oc and sting because that was amazing oh yeah how did i forget that that was fucking awesome i don't know who the fuck wheeler yuda is or how he became part of the best friends i don't know i don't know how he became a part of best friends but i know he's been wrestling a lot on dark and dark elevation and i think it's mainly because trent is out because his neck again uh yeah didn't he just come back he can't, he was on a few shows. He didn't do anything because I don't know. He got like a fusion in his neck, I think, or something. Okay. But I mean, it went well. He seems to be doing it's fine. So sad that the only good part of the best friends tag team uh, cannot compete, and that we're stuck with fucking Chuck Taylor. Uh, why uh, do you have a reason as to why you hate Chuck Taylor so much? I thought I've talked about this. I I can't remember if you have or not. I have. Um, You are not allowed to call yourself Chuck Taylor and not wear Chuck Taylors to the ring. Okay, that's that's what it is. I also don't like his face. (laughs) I don't know why. Uh, He reminds me of, have you seen that show? I think it's on Netflix called Insatiable um never watched it i've debbie ryan so debbie ryan there you go um there's a character on there that he looks a lot like i'm I'm gonna look this up yeah out of curiosity but uh chris stalander came out took care of the bunny so i was a fan of that as well dallas roberts he reminds me of dallas roberts from the show insatiable Yes. Okay. Look at that guy's face and tell me you don't see a little bit of Chuck Taylor in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Why You're are welcome. You so good at that. I don't know. <laughs> um, what else do we got here? I think that's it. Um, are we spitting anything from AW? uh i'm spitting nick gage you're spitting nick gage i can spit nick gage with you i'm also spitting all the team taz shit yes 100 percent. all day every day as um, we should yeah no um i the crowd popped for nick gage which fine he had his dark side of the ring capitalize on your 15 minutes of fame um get the guy a paycheck um whatever it is it's just this does nothing for me and i don't think he is an asset or a value to AEW. and i recommend that all of the talent in AEW 
double check their bags for their wallets and money um, next week to make sure that they're all still there. Because he will rob a bank. I don't think he has a problem robbing some of you. I mean, he does not seem true. like he's two fucks. No, I will. Uh, let me say something nice about the guy. So, uh, Warren Hayes posted a video where he was advocating for trans rights and trans wrestlers, and he talked about why. And mm-hmm. it was a very nice video. And I can't hate on the guy too much because um, I I also support those things and those ideas and the fact that he does is cool and the fact that he made the video to put that out there is cool so i will give nick gage a little bit of credit i just not somebody i really want to like if i wanted to watch him i'd buy gcw pay-per-views and i'm not buying like i'd buy a pay-per-view to watch him versus matt cardona if i wanted to see him because that was kind of intriguing but also didn't want to see it so i'm not buying that fair I didn't know um, about the, the trans rights stuff. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, Warren Hayes posted it, so uh, definitely go check that out. I will have to. Um, overall, spitting or swallowing AEW? I I mean, I did swallow more. I'll, I'll gargle it just because I don't want to fully swallow it because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything really that bad. I'm going to swallow it. Um, I really like the Texas death match um the andrade stuff was good the the labor jericho match was good minus the nick gage announcement which really isn't that bad it's just not something i'm excited for um wheeler yuda darby allen was good i got to see chris statlander oh i did forget one one spit uh it was announced but we did not see anything from malachi black this week um they announced his match against Mm -hmm. cody for next week so they're not saving it for the pay-per-view. They're blowing their load. Well, I don't week. know if it's necessarily a match. I thought it was just like a face-to-face. I thought it was their match. I could be wrong. Agree to disagree. Um, But anyway, <laughs> they did not give me actual Malachi Black this week. And shame on you, AEW, for not putting shame. him on your TV every shame. single week in some shape, sort, or capacity. Um, So you said backwards, so we're going to go NXT. Yes. Uh, we have a very, very, very angry Samoa Joe who wants Karrion Cross. Uh, Joe says he was provoked. William Regal says, well, technically, you were not you. You were a ref, so that doesn't really count. And Joe's like, fuck you. Cut your bullshit. Give me this bitch. Um Basically. Regal says, I need you to handle this peacefully. And Joe says, well, I can promise you two things. It's going to end tonight and someone's going to go to sleep. All of which was true. Yeah. Not necessarily the way Joe planned it, but all of which was true. Uh, The diamond mine. No, I'm knocking my fucking mic over. Yeah. Um, Why don't you calm down? The diamond mine lose to fish and Kushida. Um, Knight and Grimes arrives at the arena. Apparently, Grimes just doesn't shut up the whole ride there. Knight is annoyed. He is also a huge prick. Uh, Drake Maverick decides to help Cameron Grimes with the bags. LA Knight takes exception to this, insults Drake, um, basically challenges him to a fight later tonight. 
Drake still tries to be a good guy and help Grimes. Grimes is trying to do his best to do his duties. Um, Frankie Monet defeats Jane Doe because I didn't catch her last name and I'm pretty sure they call her Jane, so I'm just going to call her Jane Doe. She's not important. She was an enhancement talent. Um, What was important was Mandy Rose, who you guys talked about extensively on, well, not extensively, but during an extensive part of the She Elite Showcase last night, um, sits sexily on the announce table, either scouting or taunting Frankie Monet. Not sure which, but she was out there uh, laying down across the announce table, scoping shit out. Um, yeah. Wade Barrett sits down with Bronson Reed. Find out we're going to get Reed versus Cole next week. Uh, Santos Escobar wants the North American title. Uh, Hit Row comes out and responds. Hit Row is so fucking awesome and fun to watch and mm-hmm. entertaining. And as great as Legato Del Fantasma is, like, they are not looking as cool when you're they're feuding with Hit Row. Like, it's no, no. Hit Row clears out Legato, saves Swerve from a guitar shot. Swerve then goes to swing the guitar himself, misses Santos, but uh, Wild gets left behind, surrounded, and smashed with the guitar. Yep. So Joaquin Wild caught an ass whooping with the guitar. Uh, Theory gets an- ignored for index drama, and he looked very, very sad. Um which was after his match that I did not write down, but Austin Theory had a match with Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, there it is. It says, cool, Kyle challenges Austin Theory to a friendly contest. He accepts. Theory loses to Kyle. So as Theory went back, because he came out in the match, he went to go do like his little high five fist bump thing and no Johnny Gargano. Then he goes in the back and looks for some recognition after the match, even though he lost. And Johnny... And Candace are too busy dictating what a grown-ass woman does with her pussy to deal with this sad little boy whose dreams were crushed. Mind you, Johnny and Candace, you are not Indy's parents. You do not have control of what she does with her vagina or who she lets do things to it. So mind your own business. Let Index happen. Let them be happy and let us be happy. Maybe, you know play with each other, do some mutual masturbation or something, whatever you guys are into. Don't care. Mind your own goddamn business. Diddle your own private parts. Leave hers alone. Um, we got the breakout tournament. Odyssey Jones defeats Andre Chase. Leave. Um, I actually didn't watch that match. I had other stuff going on. Um, I really should be watching, like, for whatever reason. There are only certain people in the breakout tournament that I was like, all right, I kind of want to check out their matches. The rest of it was like, eh. So yeah. I haven't really paid too much attention. Um, Drake Maverick defeats LA Knight. And then a very pissed LA Knight attacks Drake Maverick and orders Grimes to punch Maverick in the face. And he fucking does. Because apparently he doesn't understand what a butler's job is. He's never watched Batman, never (laughs) seen that Alfred does not go out and hit people for Batman. 
I'm fairly certain Alfred has never punched the Joker in the face. So you, sir, are not contractually obligated to punch anyone in the face for this man. You just need to clean up after him, uh, wipe his butt, do whatever. You are not a hitman. You are you are maybe like maybe he needs his butt wipe. I don't know. <laughs> he looks rich. He might have a bidet, but you know, maybe he needs to dry. I don't know. Uh Zia Lee loses to Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT women's title. And I was very concerned and still slightly concerned as to whether or not Zia Lee is actually hurt because it looked like yeah. she went down hard in that match. Um Rumor is she has maybe broken, possibly bruised ribs. She might have had them going into that match as well um, and was trying to work through it. So hopefully Zaya is okay. And then Samoa Joe, who has been pacing back and forth all night, waiting for Karrion Cross to show up so he can put him to sleep and get revenge. Mind you, Karrion uh, Cross also, or I'm sorry, Samoa Joe also pointed out uh, something we are going to talk about here in a little bit uh, as far as Karrion Cross's little uh, expedition, vacation, side trip, trip to Monday night, field trip to Monday night raw. That's the word I was looking for. I, I just figured I'd say a bunch of shit and I get there eventually. I was not. <laughs> I got you. Um, field trip to Monday night raw, which did not go well for him or NXT. Um, so Joe calls out Cross after waiting all night. Cross shows up on the Tron, says he can do whatever the fuck he wants in NXT. He can hurt whoever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. He's the champ, and that's his prerogative. And then he pulls back the camera, and we see a unconscious, asleep William Regal out in the parking lot. Shout out to TC, who pointed out that Samoa Joe told William Regal like six fucking years ago he needed better security out in that parking lot and didn't listen. So this is karma for William Regal. This is what he gets. Samoa Joe then sprints to the back in hopes to avenge William Regal and uh, get Karrion Cross. but Karrion Cross gets in his car and leaves before Joe can get out there because, I mean, he's my size and we don't run fast, so not a surprise. Uh, instead, Regal's found dead in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to get, like, a picture of him laying in the parking lot like that and do, like, the Grand Theft Auto wasted. Wasted? Yeah, I knew yeah. it. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Um, could not find a good enough picture to use, though. So that's immediately what I thought, though, when you said when we was found, found dead, dead parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> See. Um. What are we swallowing from NXT? Samoa Joe. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking Samoa Joe. Yeah. A pissed off Samoa Joe. Terrifying. And it looks like he's cleared and he's gonna fucking wrestle. And that makes me he's gonna so wrestle. happy. He's he's I hope it's that takeover. Like if we just keep rotating guys, like Finn Balor came in, he went back up, Samoa Joe came in. Like if we keep rotating these quote unquote NXT legends in and out for like a, a restart of their career, like a rebirth of energy for their career, like do that shit. Give me Samoa Joe goes out, send down Sami Zayn because he needs yeah. it. Like, yeah, give me that shit. Rotate him in and out. I'm all for it. Um, that's a smart ass idea though they should do that yeah uh you yeah, know i'm all for that samoa joe was fantastic um poor joe you know waited all night and then you know left the parking lot to go find william or to go find carrying cross and for whatever reason william regal i guess thought oh i'll go out there and i'll talk to this man in a calm manner uh he seems reasonable um yeah. 
He's like a reasonable guy. Now Regal got his ass put to sleep. Yeah. So he was right. I mean, it didn't technically end, but somebody did get put to sleep. So it's very true. He never specified. Again, you got to watch your words, people. Samoa Joe made promises that were kept. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Hit row and legato. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Swallowing hit row and legato absolutely. all day. Absolutely. The, the way they do promos is fantastic and entertaining as shit. And oh, yeah. I don't know anyone in NXT right now that's going to be able to take and stand up to those kind of promos. Like even an Adam Cole, maybe like Johnny Gargano might be able to, but he's going to be funny in how he does it. Like yeah. it's going to be comedy on Johnny's end. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like a scathing promo. Maybe a Tommaso Ciampa, maybe, but yeah. I don't really know anyone that's going to be able to, especially the four of them together and the way they, their cadence and how they do it. I don't really know anyone that's going to be able to step to hit row when it comes to the promo game now in NXT. I don't know. Um, it's a whole new thing and I absolutely love it. So, uh, everything else was just kind of okay. It was like, just like there. Yeah. I guess the only other, like, I, I really, I was really hoping that Zylee's thighs were going to have gold wrapped around them, and they didn't. So I'm kind of sad about that, uh, especially because Reek was going into this. Reek was all like, oh, somebody big from Texas is debuting on Monday Night Raw, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's Raquel Gonzalez. Miss Pardoner back. It's going to happen. And I'm like, we'll see. I don't believe you, but we'll see. But I also kind of did believe him. So I'm like, all right, well. She shows up on Raw. She loses the title on Wednesday. Then she's on Raw permanently, blah, 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 blah. Was not Raquel Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez is staying on SmackDown or on NXT as your NXT Women's Champion. SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. Um, Yeah, she's going to SmackDown now. Tony Storm went to SmackDown. That's where the last recent group of women's call-ups went. I'm coming some slack. Um, But yeah, that's that's really it. Um, Everything else was just kind of, eh. Are we spitting anything from NXT? Um. No. I, Again, everything everything's kind of just there for me. What are you spitting? Cool Kyle is still a thing that they're still doing, <laughs> and it sucks. It it's like he is trying to do his own version of Matt Riddle, where he's just like trying to be a laid back, cool. Let's have a branch guy. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here with your bullshit. <laughs> cool kyle it's stupid i don't like it not my kind of white people (laughs) not my kind of white people i i get it that's what i say about Matt riddle too not my kind of white people oh Um, i know yeah everything else was there um so i'm swallowing nxt just because of samoa joe like if it was not for the samoa joe stuff if like you had any other main event any other shit going on i would have been like i'll probably gargle this week but Samoa Joe saved this show, like from just being a eh, mediocre show. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to agree. Samoa, and, and it's, it's more so the pissed off Samoa Joe. Yes. Like Samoa Joe on the show, I would, we would see, but a pissed off Samoa Joe who's ready to kill anybody and everything. You got to swallow it. Yeah, you got to swallow that. So, yeah, I'm swallowing <laughs> it just for that. Um, I really don't know, like, 
I guess. All right. Monday Night Raw. This is the return of John Cena after Money in the Bank, even though we already ran down SmackDown, so it doesn't seem like it's the first time we've seen John Cena since Money in the Bank. We're going back to Monday, so it is the first time we've seen Cena since Money in the Bank. So all the stuff he said about Roman tonight, he said also on Monday Night Raw. Uh, he's back. He called Roman an asshole. There we go. So that was an addition. Um, says he's here to knock Roman down a peg. And then... All of my love for John Cena and being happy he was back flew straight out the fucking window mm -hmm. because, bro, dumb shit has to come down. They exchanged bros talking whatever fucking frat boy or language they were speaking in where they understood each other. And it was the dumbest. Like, that is my biggest spit for Monday Night Raw. And there's a lot of stuff to spit from Monday Night Raw. Uh, then we got a six-man tag team match. It's Riddle and the Raiders defeating AJ Omis and Morrison. Okay. Um, Symphony of Destruction match. Elias loses to the Capital Riot Patriot. Um, Mansoor decides that even though Ali has been a fucking asshole this entire time, he wants to team with Ali because he feels like Ali's really a good person and he's just trying to help him in his own way. So the best way to do that is to be a team. Uh, Ali accepts reluctantly, but kind of chuckles about it. So maybe got some shady ass plans like, okay, motherfucker, I'll show you. Um, Seamus then complains about having to face Birdo again. Says uh, this match won't be for the title. It will be for a title shot. He's like, all right, fine. I'll just beat him again. Charlotte makes sure she gets booed by the crowd. She comes out after everyone was kind of happy with her after Money in the Bank, except for Katie, because Katie absolutely hates Charlotte. Uh, cuts down the crowd, cuts down, blah, 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 and then goes out of her way to count her championships and not mention that she is a two-time NXT Women's Champion. So she says she's only an 11-time champion does not acknowledge the NXT championship wins, despite the fact that she won a fucking Royal Rumble and then used that Royal Rumble win to challenge the NXT champion Rhea Ripley, who she beat at WrestleMania for that title. Neither here nor there. Um, basically says, because the crowd starts chanting Becky again, that uh, Becky's breastfeeding. And uh, while well, Becky's at home breastfeeding, she's out here winning. Uh, Rhea challenges her to a rematch. Charlotte declines. Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville say, actually, you know what? Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, so Charlotte attacks the knee on Rhea. Uh, Natmina defeats Shania because that was a fucking thing. And then at the end of it, Shania decides, you know what, Reggie? We're better off without you. They Naya actually dumps Reggie and leaves with Shayna Baszler. So Shania is still a fucking thing that I thought was going to break up and go away and is not, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. maybe Reggie wasn't the problem because while Shania is losing, Reggie is winning the 24 seven championship. And this man is going to be hard to catch <laughs> with that title. Fucking Cirque du Soleil is. Yeah. Uh, Seamus defeats Birdo. Bobby issues an open challenge to anyone in the back because there's no one left. And we get the return of Keith Lee, who 
I have been waiting for for months. I have been terrified about because of cryptic tweets about his health or whatever was going on with him, his status with the company. And all of my happiness and joy turns to shit because Keith Lee not only loses to Bobby Lashley in his return match, which was not a title match, Mm -hmm. but that loss sets up the return of Bill Goldberg, who will be Bobby Lashley's opponent at SummerSlam. Um, We're going to talk about that. Uh, Jinder's party gets spoiled by Drew who beats up one of Jinder's friends because he is just an asshole. Not only was he not a good friend. No, I'm on the TC bandwagon on this one. Not only was Drew not a good friend to Jinder, but now that Jinder made new friends, Drew is just beating up Jinder's new friends because he doesn't want Jinder to be happy. This man had a good time. He's like, you know, I finally feel like the score is settled. I went out there. I cost him the money in the bank. We can move on. Everything's good. And Drew's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to be happy. If I'm not your friend, nobody's your friend. And I don't want to be your friend. So I'm going to beat your friends up. And that is a real dick move, Drew. You and your stupid fucking stories. Um, Jeff Hardy pins carrying cross in like a minute 30 with a roll up with his feet on the ropes. And carrying cross your NXT champions raw debut that did not involve the awesomeness of his entrance or Scarlet. Um, we got an Alexis playground. Uh, Lily is out of timeout. Piper and Eva show up. Alexa warns even not to say bad things about Lily. And of course, like every white person in a horror movie, Eva ignores the warnings and talks shit about the doll. Then on her way out, trips. Um, Basically, once Alexa says she wants a one-on-one with Eva, no Piper involved. Eva declines, trips on her way out, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then in our main event for the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea defeats Charlotte via DQ. And then after the match, as Rhea extracts her revenge on Charlotte for getting herself disqualified to retain the title, and beats the shit out of Charlotte. The music plays, and for the fourth year in a row, in less than 24 hours, a woman holding the Money in the Bank title cashes in, and Nikki Cross ascends from ash to ass. Wow. Almost a superhero to a superhero. Or no, okay. it'd still be Ash. No, it'd still be, it'd ash. Still be ash. Damn. No, yeah, so no, she became a superhero. Yeah, no, she, yeah, she became a superhero. Yeah, yeah, no, she she upgraded. Um, damn it, I really thought I did something there. Fuck that up. Sorry. What are we swallowing from Monday Night Raw? Um, okay. John Cena calling Roman an asshole. We love to see it. Love to see it. We love to see it. I also just really miss John Cena. Like, I'm sorry. That was like, that was my guy growing up. So, and I get to see him live again tomorrow and at SummerSlam. I'm so happy. This is a good year for me. 25. It's weird to me that I podcast with people who were like the children that John Cena was catering to when (laughs) I was an angsty teen. And I was like, John Cena sucks. You guys are like, John Cena, I'm going to buy your merch. Like, it's weird that I'm podcasting with those people now, but neither here nor there. 
Listen, I didn't. You act like I chose when I was going to be born. I, I'm not acting like that. I'm just saying it's it's weird that the kids that I made fun of as a teenager for being John Cena fans are people that I work with on a regular basis now. That's all. Listen, hater, whatever. I was a huge John Cena fan until Super Cena became a thing where because he was Superman and I hate Superman. He was Goku and I hate Goku. Like he was, that's what he was in wrestling. And that's fair. I liked him better when he was an edgy, shitty rapper who made fun of people and made sexual innuendos. That was my, that was my Cena. That was, that was a pretty damn good Cena. I mean, that's the Cena I grew up with. So yeah. I can't be mad at it. Um, we're gonna swallow Nikki Cross winning the Raw Women's Championship. Like, of course, I I would have liked to see Nikki Cross hold it a little longer and have gotten some backstage segments and skits and possible teases of Nikki Cross with it. But you want to share with the class? Nope. <laughs> that is okay. Nope. So I would have enjoyed that, but uh, I can't be mad at Nikki Cross winning her first singles championship in WWE. Exactly. Um, beating Charlotte Flair to do so, really putting this gimmick over, which I have praised from the get-go as other people have shit upon it. Um, RN. So, <laughs> you know, I, like, I, I said the same thing where I was like, you can't, can't ask for more women on the roster and then be upset when they call up women and put them on the roster. Like you can't want Nikki cross to be successful and have good things and then be upset at the way that she's successful and does good things may not have been in the time frame I I preferred, but it is what it is. So she also cashed in on Charlotte and that's three that have cashed in on Charlotte three of four, three of five, five. Yeah. Because Alexa didn't. I was there when Alexa cashed in. That's what that chair's from. That chair. There you yeah. go. I was like, um, that one's not right. <laughs> no, that 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 one's not right. Um, I didn't even go to SummerSlam. I got that from my wife's coworker. Uh, nice. He had it, and she's he's like, "Hey, I, your husband likes wrestling. Does he want this chair?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want that chair. Put it next Jeez. to the one I actually paid for." Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was there when Alexa cashed in on Naya, and then obviously Oscar didn't cash in period she just kind of became champion because babies and boob jobs babies and boob jobs um thank god for boob jobs and babies that's what it was yeah there so you go. are we swallowing anything else um I, I don't even know if i can necessarily swallow keithley returning <sighs> Like it's so I'm gonna swallow because I'm happy to have him back. Yeah, that's what matters. And seemingly whatever he was dealing with, he has dealt with and he is okay Mm -hmm. and was okay to return. So from that standpoint, I'm going to swallow him being back. Yeah, that's that's a good way to think about it. Because Keith fucking Lee. No. Now let's do our spits. Um, I'm gonna let you go off, but first, uh, and foremost, John Cena and Riddle's interaction. Yep. I'm spitting. Um, I, I am I, also I, spitting. 
said it earlier on Twitter. Um, the issue in the IWC is not differing opinions. It's that people can't accept that somebody doesn't agree with them. So that being said, I will no longer be saying negative things about people who are fans of Riddle because it is their opinion and they are welcome to it. Uh, you are allowed to like Matt Riddle. You are not allowed to come on my show and say nice things about Matt Riddle because it's still my fucking show, but you can like Matt Riddle. That is your opinion. Do you? Um, I will accept that you have bad taste um, and I won't pick on you for it. Um, in all seriousness, no, like, yeah, like if you're a Matt Riddle fan, you're a Matt Riddle fan. It is what it is. Uh, but I am not. I think he's trash. Uh, I cannot stand the gimmick, the character, whatever he's doing. And uh, it ruined John Cena on Monday Night Raw for me. Because it was fucking stupid. Yeah, I I was not happy with the bro. Like, stop. No. Anyone but Riddle could have came out. Anybody. But no. Had to be Riddle. Fucking yeah. So, Katie, what what is your biggest spit for Monday Night Raw? Why the fuck is Bill Goldberg back on my goddamn TV? Why? I get it. Nostalgia is a big name. I don't give a fuck. Bobby wanted Brock. I'm not even a big Brock fan. I have said this on numerous occasions, but Bobby wanted Brock. I would have much preferred Brock Lesnar's intense as music play and see him than Bill. Because Bill is going to hurt somebody. How he hasn't almost killed somebody yet, I don't know. I mean, he did almost kill The Undertaker. And I, I will never forgive him for that, nor could I ever forgive him had he done that. Exactly. The man, just, no, we're done we're done with bill because if they pull some stupid shit and they have bill win the title off lashley at SummerSlam, i swear to god somebody's catching hands all right so i will say this bill goldberg is back because it is SummerSlam, and because wwe still sees value in his name and clearly from the reaction of some of the people in the iwc and probably the reaction of the majority of the fans who aren't IWC hardcore wrestling fan members, blah, blah, blah. Um, they, they remember Bill Goldberg as Bill Goldberg, even despite what's been going on. Like they're always going to pop for Bill Goldberg and they think Bill yeah. Goldberg's going to sell pay-per-views or views or whatever. So they're bringing him back. So I get that. I, I have no issue with that. If Bill Goldberg beats Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam, and you motherfuckers, you positive motherfuckers who come out here and always preach about all this and all that, like I'm speaking specifically to Kenny and TC because they're, they're really good at doing this shit and they make great points sometimes. You tell me, well, he beat Bill Goldberg because the next guy that beats Bill Goldberg is... I don't want to hear that shit. It doesn't need to be about Goldberg. We don't need Goldberg to build somebody else. We need Goldberg to put Lashley over. That's what we need. And if he doesn't put Lashley over, then this whole thing was a fucking waste. And I, exactly. I will not be interested. I will understand that you have a differing point of view, 
but I will not be interested in hearing any positivity about how Bill Goldberg beating Lashley is leading to something bigger for someone else because I don't give a fuck. Yes. Everything you just said. Yes. Also, if that shit's going to happen, well, I mean, it's going to happen at SummerSlam, like the match. All I want, you'll appreciate this, I want The Fiend to come out and cost Goldberg. Continuity-wise, it makes sense. Yes and no. I still need The Fiend to get his shit back against Randy Orton. I, First true. and well, foremost. Randy's, Randy's no. kind of just like MIA right now. Yeah, because reason. he had to fucking work with Riddle and he went fucking crazy and needed time off. Like he's like, everyone's like, oh, Randy Orton handpicked Riddle to be the guy he wanted to work with. I don't necessarily believe that. And if it's true, he clearly realized he made a mistake and that he needed some mental health time off after working with this fucking idiot. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Matt Riddle ran Randy Orton out of WWE. You heard it here first. Not exclusive at all. Um, (laughs) Speculation. 100% speculation and very biased (laughs) speculation but uh no that's that's what if if and when Bray Wyatt has dealt with his mental health issues and is ready to come back I need Randy Orton to die in the most brutal terrifying awful but yet WWE appropriate way that they can make it happen and then I need him to kill Alexa Bliss and Lily for fucking up my Wrestlemania night too and I enjoy Alexa Bliss. Fair. Fair. I kind of really like Alexa Bliss and what she's doing, but she is yeah. the reason the fiend lost to Randy. So she needs to die as well. <laughs> I'm like, this has just become a horror movie. So she needs to die. 100%. I, yeah. I get it. But I just don't want Bill near the title. And WWE's going to pull some shit. I know they are. I know it. You I know, can't. and we like, okay, so putting Bill in the title match against Bobby Lashley is one thing, fine, blah, blah, blah. You know what we could have done? We could have had Keith Lee go out there, put on a very competitive match, have MP- MVP screw Keith Lee over so that Bobby Lashley got the win. Um, after Bobby Lashley took Keith Lee to his limit, figured something else out whether it's biggie or whatever else for bobby lashley at SummerSlam, had goldberg come out after the match as keith lee is collecting himself cut his i'm back i'm back for SummerSlam. who's next let keith lee step to goldberg and let keith lee beat goldberg which would then get keith lee over and if bobby lashley is still champion now keith lee has defeated goldberg and can push on to Bobby Lashley from there. That I would have been okay with and accepted, except I probably would still be bitching because I'm like, well, now they're just going to have Keith Lee lose to fucking Goldberg at SummerSlam. So, like, until I see Keith Lee win, it's still, eh, but. I mean, or whoever, if for some reason Bill wins at SummerSlam, if, biggest if ever, I just want Big E to come out, wreck his day, and take the title. Yes and no. Like, I really love the narrative that I have created in my head of I, I continuing know. 
the New Day story with Biggie being the one to take out Bobby Lashley and get vengeance and reunite with his brothers. I really love that idea. Clearly, that's not where we're going because fucking Goldberg, but because <laughs> fucking that's Bill. what I really wanted. That's like, what a lot of people wanted. That's what I really wanted. But WWE said, here's your hopes and dreams. No. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. Big E. It would have. Cashing in. Defeating the man that has hurt his brothers. Becoming WWE champion. For the first time. For the first time. Anyway. uh, I'm also spitting uh, Jeff Hardy beating Karrion Kross. Uh, Kenny... If you guys want the positive side of why this is okay, definitely go listen to Kenny for your thoughts. Uh, he made some very good points. I just, again, don't agree uh, that the NXT champion uh, in his debut on Raw, regardless of what plans they have going forward, should be losing while holding that title on Monday Night Raw yeah. to Jeff Hardy, who hasn't won shit all year. And also, I'm biased and don't fucking like Jeff Hardy. He just falls off shit. Um, I'm not even sure he does it on purpose. Sometimes I think he just loses his balance and then <laughs> knows how to fall okay um, and makes it look pretty. Um, so that also soured me. But if you guys want to hear the positive side of it and why this might be okay going forward, definitely go check out Kenny's podcast because uh, he'll give you some hope for the future, um, but also no guarantees. And this also led to a conversation that we all had in the group chat about how um, it seemed like they were kind of shitting on NXT a little bit by not having Charlotte mention her championship wins, then mm-hmm. beating the NXT champion, you know, uh, the shit that they were doing on raw seemed very kind of like Anti-NXT. what WWE did, what WWE did to WCW um, after they, you know, took over. It's like, Oh, we're just going to beat all the WCW guys and not acknowledge their shit because we're WWE and we won and we bought you. It's kind of like embracing it. Spit anything else from the show? Um, oh my God. I don't. Riker won. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Why is he still like. And he's getting cheered? Well, now, okay. So about that okay it is no surprise to me that texas cheered Riker. okay yeah you're right i forgot we discussed this if you wanted to get a guy cheered like Riker, texas is the place to do it don't bring him to chicago not gonna get that reaction (laughs) but in texas not surprised they cheered him yeah i forgot that we it was discussed in the group chat I do yeah. forget that. Yeah, but fuck Jackson Riker. Fuck it. Mm-mm. Also, I'm not necessarily spitting or swallowing the Drew McIntyre attacking Ginger's friends, but I saw a tweet and it was, I wish I remembered like who did it or what exactly it said, but basically it said, when Drew McIntyre shows up in a tank top, you know you fucked up. And I couldn't help but exactly I laughed because it's true. In all seriousness, uh, Drew did carry the WWE through the pandemic. He was a damn good champion. Uh, I don't really have a problem with Drew McIntyre. I just enjoy jumping stories. on 
oh, I hate the stories and I enjoy jumping on TC's bandwagon of supporting Jinder Mahal and uh, <laughs> shitting on Drew for being a bad friend because I see where he's coming from and I get it and it makes sense and I like it. And it also really bothers Reek. Sometimes that's fun. Um, Good time. Monday Night Raw overall, spit or swallow? I have to spit. Goldberg showed up on my TV. I have to spit it. Riddle ruined Cena. Goldberg challenged Lashley after Lashley beat a returning Keith Lee clean in the middle of the ring. Jeff Hardy pin carrying cross in like less than two minutes. Yeah, I'm spitting raw. You have to. I'm spitting raw. Like Nikki winning is great. Not enough to sway all of the other bad things. It's not like, good she, enough. Like it's not like a piss off Samoa Joe. Yeah. Like Oldberg so, showed up on well, my fucking TV. He also this was a lot of spits. NXT was just a lot of it was there. It's it there. wasn't bad, but it wasn't yeah. good either. So like True. Samoa Joe saved a mediocre show. Nikki Cross couldn't save a shit show. In True. my opinion. I agree. And yours. Uh, what was your favorite show of the week then? SmackDown. I I, I have to go SmackDown. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, it, was Sma- it was SmackDown or NXT. So. Yeah. Yeah. And NXT was just Samoa Joe, really. Exactly. And, so <laughs> and the LA Knight stuff a little bit, but not. And the hit row legato, but. Yeah, but no. Um, between Corbin catching a dildo to the dick, uh, Rolling Loud, Roman. Roman and Cena, Tony Storm debuting with all the thickness. All the um, thickness. SmackDown just got thick, ladies and gentlemen. Thick as all hell. And the fact that Roman Reigns compared John Cena to missionary style every night, which is now my favorite thing in wrestling because it is, again, the most Matt Ritter promo I have ever heard on WWE TV outside of the Attitude Era. SmackDown. So funny. As per the Sheely Showcase host and the host of Smack and Raw is the best show of the week. Yes, sir. Katie, tell everyone yes. where they can find you. Check out the Sheely Showcase. Uh, your your friends that do other things. Uh, by the way, I shut off Kyle and Seb's show because they started talking nice about Matt Riddle, and I, I would type in <laughs> chat, and I'm out. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that comment, and I said, eh, makes sense. Um, okay. You'd think I'd have this down by now. Follow me, I guess, on Twitter, at KatieRasslin13. W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N no G-13 you can find the She Lead Showcase which is the show I host along with my lovely co-host Savannah Thursday nights 9pm Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash Podcast. you can find the other shows that Kyle RN and Bama do on twitch.tv slash oh well Seb but I meant like hosting uh, twitch.tv slash putting you over follow the show's twitter at smackdrop pod smackdraw on instagram which i have to get savannah to actually start posting on that 
Yeah, that's it. Okay. Most importantly, <laughs> Thursday nights, she lead showcase, Katie and Savannah covering a bunch of stuff that I don't watch, but it is still very, very entertaining to hear. Oh yeah. Thank um, you. you guys can follow me at Matt Ritter. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R on Twitter only. Also go check out our Instagram and Twitter, smacking it raw pod. That's smacking it raw pod, not smacked raw pod. Uh, both of those are on Twitter and Instagram. Vince runs the Instagram. So uh, go give him some follows and likes, get those numbers up. You guys can also follow creation world. Creation world is on Twitter and Instagram at the creation world. That's T H E C R E A T I A world. Also facebook.com slash creation world, facebook.com slash group slash smack and raw and facebook.com slash group slash super flashy arrow of tomorrow. If you are a fan of the DC universe, there is still stuff going on over there, even though black lightning has come to an end and the flash has come to an end. I think Superman and Lois is still going on. Star girls coming back. So they still got some shit rocking over there. So go check them out and support them as well. And as always, you guys, please go hit that link tree. Go check us out on Pornhub and on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube. But also, I really love that you guys are subscribing and watching us on Pornhub because we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. For Katie, Katie, Bebe, I am the Warden Matt Ritter. We are smacking it raw. And one more time, we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, sir. (laughs) 